0: Welcome back to another episode of the TE podcast, this is Zetong here
1: And this is Wei Yi
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know, it seems like, it seems so long ago that we did our last episode Was it on the 90s thing, the 90s things that we'll reminisce on? Was it on that episode?
1: I don't know, Yeah, could have been sports and fitness, I guess
0: Oh, right, 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 sports and fitness What, what, a, what, just in time for the Olympics, right?
1: Indeed, we haven't spoken for how long, like two, three weeks. Because yeah. Sertong so is too busy. We said we are supposed to meet and record, but what did you end up doing? Tell me now. Tell the audience.
0: Well, uh, well, I, 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 got, I got caught up with life, and um, <laughs> and I, I got a a really fresh haircut. I'm not sure if, if I got already got a haircut two weeks ago. <laughs> I can't remember, but I got a fresh haircut. And uh, what else do we have? Uh, I have been starting to film my next drama, which is very, very interesting because I will be a uh, druggy. As well as an uh, ex-offender. So, you know, I just got released in the prison. And I have uh, uh, basically just, you know, just a short series a drama featuring Jessica Liu, Desmond Tan Hongling, myself, and I'll be playing uh, the younger brother of Jeffrey Shi. So, it's a short web series, but I'm looking... I'm really, really looking forward to this uh, to this drama. Uh, it's not hasn't ended yet, so I'm still in the midst of filming it. So, mm. yeah. And then,
1: how would you actually prepare to be a druggie in this
0: particular drama? I mean, like, you just go down to the streets, the back alleys, and then find the drug dealers, and then just buy from them, and then just try. It's not that I hard. I
1: see. You can
0: find... It- <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, so generally I think, I think for preparation-wise, uh, generally we, I will, um, you know, look up videos on YouTube and just, you know, try to find more information. Sometimes there'll be a lot of interviews on all these um, extract addicts um, in Singapore, especially, and they will let me know their experiences, both taking the drugs and also, you know, uh, being in jail. Uh, that's one. And then there'll also be, you know, people from the US also sharing their, their experience with meth. Uh, math is the drug that you know I took in the show so so yeah I think I think it's it's very it's a very refreshing and uh, different role that I'm taking on this time round Well this really feels like a eight days interview no joke
1: <laughs> just know what you say this is the meth that I took in the do, do, do. I thought you were going to say when you were in the States I was just thinking no 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 no
0: no, 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 is It's the the math that I took in the drama. In the drama. In the real life.
1: I see. The real life. Like in the real
0: life, yeah. Not the real life. I see. So, yeah, it's been interesting so far. And my experience includes, you know, having to visit the real prison cell in Singapore. Changi Prison. I think really not many. I think not even to the fact that not many People in real life have even been there before, so I think much less an actor like me would have visited. So it's quite a unique experience. Okay, can you visit
1: Changi Prison for fun? No, uh, this is a legit question.
0: For fun, no, I don't think there's this thing like the tourist visit or something. I don't think there's such a thing. Uh, but you could visit as a family or immediate friend of the people inside for sure. But for that to happen, you have to you know go through paperwork and you know checks and verifications. For that to happen, okay. and even when you're, yeah, even when you're in it, I believe, uh, for visitors, there's like specific path and specific route. I mean, you don't mm. go. I mean, it's not like it's not like a landmark where you just go around and go take photos and visit thing. So,
1: yep. Okay, just just curious out of curiosity, yeah.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So, but what
1: else have you been up to besides this filming? You can't be filming like seven days a week, right?
0: Uh. Well, other days I'm literally not really doing much, I I guess. I'm really just caught up with this drama. Yeah. Why am I doing more other days? I have no idea actually. The time just flew by, I think. Um I think mean, you don't yeah. have time to record
1: this podcast with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean I mean I-, I could have I could have I mean it's just that it's somehow that on the days that I'm um, that we want to record the podcast I'm actually like filming full days like 7 to 7 so those are the tough days yeah I can't quite remember what I what I've done on my off days but generally there will always be something for me to do yeah
1: I see
0: that's good that's good yeah how is Beijing
1: Beijing I mean I wanted to say great but I realise that's not what I what I really felt about Beijing, but
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so what do you uh, really what do you really feel about Beijing?
1: It it's okay, like okay, just just like I it's my first time to Beijing for a work trip. Um, yeah. I think I I mean, if comparing Beijing to Shanghai, I would think say that I prefer living in Shanghai as compared to Beijing. Beijing's is much more older. There's much more um like um traditional architecture i mean that's not a bad point I mean, you get to see like what um all the uh um, hutong uh is, hutong is the alleys, like narrow alleys. so yeah. Um, yeah i didn't really get this also because when people say you visit Beijing you need to also go and see all this hutong right but yeah. i mean they are just narrow alleyways which <laughs> exist anywhere else so okay I didn't get the of, I mean I did see hutongs but I mean essentially they are alleyways so okay. yeah but, I, I so
0: did our opinion change
1: about hutongs no it's hutongs. exactly what I, 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 <laughs> I had thought that hutongs are more touristy but I mean in the end they are just places with shop houses or residential areas so uh, that's about okay. it and I mean I would say that It's worth a visit Beijing because of like um, knowing one of the capitals of China and then having the Forbidden Palace here and then it's also very easy to access the Great Wall of China here also so I managed to hmm?
0: Did you get to did you get to visit like go inside the Forbidden Palace?
1: No because when I was here it's so it's just so that China was celebrating its 100th year of Communist.
0: Oh, right, right, right. Um, yeah, the founding so, of the party. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then was so crowded that you we couldn't get the Forbidden Palace tickets, but we managed to walk around the outside and the Tiananmen Square. Those kind of things where there are a lot oh. of people. And then um after that um, we went up to this like, uh, vantage point where you can see the whole Forbidden Palace from like the bird's eye view kind of thing uh, so that was okay, okay. quite cool yeah
0: i see so i see i think that that's
1: worth going if you're ever here i would take you there but you will not be here <laughs> anytime any soon <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> yes not until this entire like pandemic is over
1: yes yeah okay so that's wow but then uh, there is also Great Wall of China. Um, it yeah. took us about two, two and a half hours by bus to actually get to one of the sections of the Great Wall, and then two and a um, half
0: hours from the city. Wow. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I mean, I don't know a lot about the Great Wall, but from what I know is that there, there are a lot of sections, and they mm. span across Beijing to other provinces also, and mm-hmm. um, the ones that we visit it's more touristy. But then the ones that you can visit in other places are are the Yerqiang. Kind of like wild walls where they are not taken care of. Where it is much more dangerous if you actually go to these walls. So initially, I thought that we were going to all these Yerqiang. Because my uh, travelling buddies showed me this video where someone is climbing a broken wall in China. Then kind of said like, we're going there later. Then I said, oh, okay, okay. I didn't think much of it. Then when we reached the um, real Great Wall of China, where we were supposed to go, then I asked, so what is this Yetian. Then she said that yeah. uh, she was just kidding, because that place is kind of like 史多商商, <laughs> the kind of place.
0: 只多商少. Wait, repeat that again? well you're speaking Chinese that I can't understand.
1: 始多商少. What does that mean? The of people die.
0: Oh, 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 oh. you're more likely to die than get injured. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I see, I see. Got it, got it, got it. Wow, okay.
1: She told me. um,
0: That was also your first visit to the Great Wall, right? Yeah,
1: first visit. Yeah, then we just walked a few columns. Then I flew my drone there. And then, Uh yeah, that's about it. Then we went back.
0: Okay, so it was May, <laughs> is it? <laughs>
1: I mean, it's those kind of things where you would just visit just cause you want to it's see what it like. And
0: yeah.
1: I would say it makes you marvel also. Lah. It's like 2000 years ago, people could actually build this kind of thing. But also yeah. the fact that over a million people died trying to build this Great Wall uh, yeah
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't know. Maybe the the idea was that you know one million people will sacrifice to build a wall that can protect ten million people. I don't know. I don't know lah.
1: I mean, I, I'm not into all the the history. <laughs> I oh, know. I thought
0: you've been us. Uh, I thought you've been studying this, this song, the Tang, the all the dynasties yeah, yeah, yeah. of China. Um, Tang is the most
1: prosperous dynasty. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I yeah. see. Oh, okay, okay. That that's uh, that's pretty good. Uh, you you also extended your stay in Beijing, right? Isn't it?
1: We allowed to go to all these places.
0: Uh. Um. Oh, okay, okay. What other like yeah. non not so touristy or, or, or new places that you didn't expect yourself to to be there, but you you saw? I mean,
1: we didn't have a lot of time, so it, what happened was just visiting all these places, eating Beijing kouya. Um, oh right. I think. I mean, I only remember <laughs> which is four seasons. Then the rest I can't okay. remember. But is it? Is one of the better places to have Beijing Kaoya.
0: Oh, okay, okay. And, and that was your first try of Beijing Kaoya?
1: I think so. I think that's the first time I've had legit Beijing kaoya, But then I cannot appreciate this <laughs> Beijing duck.
0: So so for the listeners in Singapore who only have access to roasted duck most of the time, what are the differences?
1: Consider yourself lucky that you can eat Singapore roasted duck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why well, are you going to tell me that they are the same? Oof.
1: <laughs> no, I actually prefer Singapore roasted duck to Beijing. Oh really? Yeah. I thought they serve
0: you the crispy skin with the cucumber. With the cucumber? Yeah,
1: they- they do, they do. It's but 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 after
0: eating the very expensive baking duck, I still think yeah. that I prefer my Singapore roasted duck rice. Really? No way! Yes. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah. okay. I I the closest I've tried to baking duck is probably what we call pipaya, and they mm-hmm. serve it in Malaysia. Some places in Malaysia where they serve you mm-hmm. very thin uh like roasted duck uh pieces and then you pair it with a uh, bun or a uh, cucumbers i thought those those were amazing though but wow okay now that you see nice hmm. that i mean you okay can come uh, and try for yourself
1: maybe i kind of appreciate i think mean, it's it's
0: nice it is nice but i would rather eat it's kind of warm duck it's okay we, you just stick to your <laughs>
1: Yeah
0: man, my Xiaoyang Shenjian. Oh my god, Xiaoyang Shenjian, are you listening to this? How can I franchise you to Singapore? <laughs> <laughs> so what the so... heck? You're obsessed. Uh, I, see, I, haven't, I, see. I haven't had it since I came
1: back. I
0: should Right. right. Uh, oh, and also, I'm not sure if we discuss this on air. Did you get to try a bento set on top of the Shinkansen, which is the China Shinkansen?
1: No, interestingly, I've had I had ramen on the train itself. Oh. the China Shinkansen. This is very fun. A uh, China Shinkansen.
0: Like, yeah.
1: Um, like me and my other two traveling buddies, uh, we were supposed to be boarding a train back to Shanghai.
0: Yeah.
1: Then we reached the place earlier, right? and because our um, I thought that our train was at five thirty. So about like four thirty ish, right? Then um my other friend said let's go and buy food. I thought like okay, sure we have one hour, right? There's no need to rush. So like after she buy and stuff, right? I was still looking around, taking my own sweet time. And then she said that she's done already. Then I said okay, y'all go to the gate first. I will catch y'all there. That kind of thing. Yeah. Then um at about four. Uh, I was I ordered my ramen really and then I was waiting for it at like 4.55. Um my friend messaged me saying that the gate is closing now and then they don't let anybody in at 55 and she messaged me that at 4.55. Then I was like, Why is she talking about I thought like, our oh, train is 5.30. Then I let my ticket and it's oh it's actually five o'clock and then the trains Oh! Uh, in China, leave on time one night. It's really five o'clock. They leave one, but like shit. Uh,
0: I mean, I mean, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then after I quit, I ran into like the, the, the ramen, the the almost near the kitchen, and then I said, like, what means it, Ali? thin you know, <there's>, <laughs> <laughs> I really
0: love my noodles.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> Like, they
0: must be thinking like, who's this crazy, angry customer <laughs> asking for I telling like,
1: I'm going to miss my train already. Like, please, 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 yeah, please yeah. give me my food. After I give me that, I ran straight to the gate. And then, uh, yeah, I managed to catch it. Lah. But then, okay. it's like, if my friend did messaged message me, and then I would still think that it's 5.30, then I would have missed my train already. So. This,
0: this was on the way back. To yeah, Shanghai. this is on the way, but,
1: and then it so <laughs> happened that if I miss this train, I would have to wait another fifteen hours for the next train back to Shanghai.
0: No way! Then you'll be sleeping overnight at the station.
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't
0: know. <laughs> yeah, wow! Okay, okay, what a close shave.
1: My experience in coming yeah.
0: to. So your experience of uh getting a ra- ordering a ramen and rushing to the train in five minutes. That's how you do it.
1: Yeah, I was still. Life my time.
0: Wow! Wow! Yes, wow! Yeah. So technically, you, you could you could eat on the train.
1: Yeah, you can. So my ramen, the soup came in like a hot, hot, hot packet, hot pouch.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: then it comes with those, you know, the mala. They have this kind of like instant hot pot thing, where if you put water into a yeah. sachet, then, it'll then it'll it will then it magically like heat stuff, up, right? Yeah, so this ramen came with that also. So
0: wow. I, so
1: I could have my ramen with that steaming thing with pretty hot soup. So it was okay.
0: Damn, China takeout technology.
1: <laughs> China takeout. Yeah, yeah it's so nice. that's about it
0: yeah okay okay wow that's fun that's fun how long were you there for only four days right I remember no about a
1: week i'm there for
0: about a week oh okay okay wow that's but cool, i mean cool. i'm
1: mostly working anyway it's a work trip it's not supposed to be for leisure <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i understand i understand of course of course it's for work i mean like yeah you travel like you travel around by sacrificing your sleep
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. <It's>
0: <laughs> you know, I I've been to China, but I've never been to Beijing.
1: It's worth a visit.
0: That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah. The Tiananmen, the Gong, definitely. I'll yeah, definitely you yeah. know want to go there because the thing about the Forbidden Palace, it's almost like the uh the the palace in Seoul, where like you see people dressing up in the the olden day clothes, the olden oh, day yeah. clothes. So, so that's one thing that I look forward to if I want to visit the Forbidden You mean you want
1: to dress up in the Goudai?
0: I mean, maybe not me. La. I just want to like take photos with the people there. I
1: see. I mean, there are people who wear that. You know? Yeah,
0: because cause the fu or Qingzhuang is actually becoming a some sort of a low-key uh, fashion trend in China. I'm not sure if you know. Yes, they are like... Right yeah yeah even on like cities in in cities like shanghai you know the orchard road of shanghai for instance there'll be people wearing like herfu or qingfu, to to just go out and head out yeah mm, yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah so it's good um, wow yep. you can come and see for yourself i don't know when, when the pan- but when the pandemic ends yep
1: you know I wish y'all could be here but
0: <laughs> no it's okay it's okay we will we will get the chance uh soon enough I hope in our lifetime,
1: <gasps> no. <laughs> maybe instead, I will by that time I would have been back in Singapore and then we are just organizing just a usual trip to China.
0: <laughs> yeah, like a vacation trip. Okay la, I mean, if that happens, then maybe we wouldn't go to China. I guess I don't know.
1: Exactly. Yeah, we choose other places.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know right. Oh, okay. That's great. It seems like you know pretty good trip that you had way better than, than you expected I think.
1: It's okay, it's fine.
0: I see, wow, okay. So, uh, you know, the catch-up is pretty long for today, but today we actually, you know, want to, you know, just talk about mental health issues. Uh, this is like, you know, surprisingly taking a very deep and uh, solemn turn from what, from our catch-up. But it's just like, you know, um, there are a lot of things that's happening around, everywhere, and these days I'm also uh I'm not trying to say who or whatever, but I'm just like, you know, taking more notice of all these um people citing mental health issues um around us. You know, just like to discuss with who as well, you know, whether she or even like whether you or even your friends that you grew up with have met with mental health issues or you know what are the things that you know you could do or one could do if you find out that you know your friends also suffer from a similar thing. Um Personally, I I'm not I'm not sure. Growing up, I think, uh, I think that mental health is just something that is in your mind. So I really didn't know that it will become like as severe or as common as I thought. I don't know. Like, it seems to be a lot more common than I thought. What was your take? How do you define mental health in
1: the first place?
0: I think the most commonly cited is definitely if you're diagnosed with uh, depression. I think that's one. That is mm-hmm. the more common mental health issue. Uh, the rest is probably something more severe if you are referring to you know, ADHD um, or other things like... Um, I'm not even sure if ADHD is, is mental. Is it a mental health issue? Yeah, you see, I don't even know enough to, to understand this whole thing. But I feel that it's becoming more and more people are affected by it. So that's why I want to talk about it.
1: Mm, let's see, my pick. Uh, so my, I think mental health is different for everyone. And everyone's threshold for mental well-being is also different. Like, um, I think there are people or like friends in our lives who might have experienced uh, low periods in their lives. Yeah. Um, it may not be like, depression straight out, but it's also a sign of where um, mental health isn't all that great. When someone is feeling low, feeling like they don't want to do anything, uh, and then it happens also Because we are just human beings right? We cannot be like, productive 24-7 we cannot be motivated 24-7 it, yeah. People can be like that Go uh, for them <laughs> But <laughs> yeah. I mean You and I both also had our fair share Of like periods where um, We may be affected by certain things Or it's just We don't feel like doing anything For that day or weeks That kind of thing Yeah so i would say it's normal to have Mm. such things it's like maybe the there isn't a need to define mental health but it's like it's probably like how are you doing today not so good and be self-aware then yeah i mean now i'm just thinking is that being self-aware is one yeah but People do. People want to do something about it, and that's another
0: question. Also. yeah, but I think definitely being self-aware is the first step to you know fix the, yeah. fix you know the problem that you have, in front of you. I think another key thing of why I wanted to bring this up is also um, uh, I was also I guess I could say that I was suffering from the pandemic fatigue. I should went mm-hmm. to look it up to see you know what 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 is it really about but pandemic fatigue is essentially the uh the period where you feel um you know unmotivated to do anything and and you are just so um lost and you're so uh beaten down by the fact that you know there are a lot of disruptions in the life and and there are a lot of things that are not improving and this these things have happen over a very prolonged period of life uh, of prolonged period of peor- of time. So that's why you you just feel like unmotivated to do anything. Um but I felt I feel that this is something that's milder on the, you know, mental health side. Um and it could be fixed relatively easy. I mean maybe because I'm not that deep rooted into it. And I felt I felt good once I as so once I started going back to work and become a, a use some other useful member of society. So so, I think being aware is definitely the number one. But, I don't know. I also feel that friends who are hanging out with you, who who can be there for you, you know, if you were to meet your friends, let say, you know, I talk to Huayyi, I talk to other friends whom I'll meet. I think all these gatherings and all these dining-in stuff, uh, a lot of it is, has been on the pause since, you know, COVID. And I think this has... I don't think there's studies on this, but I definitely feel that it has given a lot more people a lot more um people feel a lot more depressed, feel a lot more uh, uh outcasts, feel a lot more um alone, essentially because of all these uh pauses in all these uh gatherings. Because I don't know, I don't know about other people. If they feel that you know gatherings is a very small thing, but to me, I feel that it's a respite that you seek. Um, you know, in the things that you do from work and everything else. I'm not even sure if I'm making sense now, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I get you. It doesn't take a pandemic to understand that. And then for your, what you just mentioned is also the first case by case that, like, for you, maybe social um, interactions is important for your mental health day, but for some other people, it may not be. So it's understandable. It's entirely to your own experience and what you feel like when i say it didn't take a pandemic to understand this it's because i'm here in china alone yeah it, it's not like the pandemic situation is bad it's like the old normal here but i do feel less motivated to wake up uh, and then i did like ask myself why also yeah like, then I personally attribute it to the lack of my social circle around me. It's that oh, I mean, sure I can go to work and stuff. It's not that work doesn't keep me engaged, but it's like oh, I can't like meet the so talk, meet my other friends after work, and then like just chill and chit chat about life. So there's nothing yeah. really much besides work to look forward to. I mean, sure. I can also explore places, go Beijing, go wherever. But I think also it's true learnings that, uh, as of now, I do prefer sharing these experiences with people. So, mm. as to like, mental well being is like, I do find myself getting affected when my social circle is also more around.
0: Yeah, uh. I and I think that for for you especially. Like you say, being entirely alone in a brand new city I think first few weeks especially was tough right? I mean although there was someone, someone's friend out there looking out for you But still, you're largely alone
1: Actually, I thought now it's not I
0: thought previously it was okay, then now it's a bit more dull actually Oh, oh. it's okay, Hui, I'm here <laughs> Uh, no, you up. were not
1: here for the last two weeks.
0: <laughs> you were in Beijing. Okay, but yeah, sorry, continue. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe because like when I just arrived, it's more like fresh or everything new. Just sharing all these with you guys. But then as things yeah. settled down, yeah. it's like, uh, it's just like that. I mean, I, 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 I'm not complaining. It's just like that, yeah. So... I'm very fortunate to still be able to travel now, so, it's just reflections
0: on this. Yeah, 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 because I think, I think for the most part is that let's say if I find that, you know, if I suspect that some of my friends are, you know, maybe feeling down or feeling depressed or even suffering from depression, I actually don't know what to do. Would you know what to do?
1: This depends on a friend by friend basis, I guess, because there of is course. no one solution for every person, and each of them also uh, treats their so called mental well health being well being differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because is that you can offer your perspective and your care and concern. Sometimes they also may take it differently. Like, what you think is best for them when they have this so called depression may not be what they think is best for themselves. So, I think uh, I don't have an answer to that, but Mm -hmm. in any case, I would think it's more like always being there for them no matter what situation they are in. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Because, uh, sorry, yeah.
0: No, I think it's just this idea of like, I think all I know as of today is just being there would definitely help. And the thing is, from what I know, I think you don't have to be talking about the whatever issues. They don't have to be sharing their issues with you. Uh, as long as you they know that you're there as a company for them, I think it seems to be more than enough from what I know. So that's what I'm gathering that, you know, you don't have to be giving answers. You don't have to be giving advisors you know you just have to provide the company and you know let them know that there's someone out there caring for them i think that would also help because i mean among our close friends you know hui is not the only one who's alone in a in a different city so so yeah sometimes i I wonder like is that enough or is that sufficient but that's what i know for now
1: Mm. yeah uh, Yeah, I I don't have a good answer because None of my very close friends Maybe it's just just being there for them, essentially They need help or anything Or listening, yeah Mm, Yeah
0: Yeah, 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 I guess okay I mean if you're listening to this podcast you know uh, uh, we are clearly stuck here so you know if you have any good, suggest- just su- good suggestions for us oh my god what am I saying do let us know at the um, Instagram podcast um, yeah that's uh, that's for mental mental health being mental well-being so maybe we take it one notch lighter what do you know or think about being present or end Also about meditating.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Kidding! I'm kidding! I'm kidding.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Being present. Mm? I forgot to do that very often. Do
0: you you think? Yeah. Do you think you 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 enjoy the now, the moment now? I don't know. I mean, no. I mean, I'm not, not not this moment now. But are you enjoying the present moment?
1: I would say no, because even if I, mm-hmm. when I'm on this podcast with you, my mm-hmm. thought would still float to oh, my work tomorrow, or mm-hmm. my later, whatever, that kind of thing. So it's not like entirely being present, present here with you, so to yeah. be honest. So yeah. But once in a while, when I notice myself that I am not thinking about the current now, then I would just put all my thoughts away and try to enjoy that process la. And that usually mm-hmm. comes when I'm cycling to work. And then oh, I realize okay. that actually my daily commute, uh, quite nice, the scenery and stuff. So actually ah. I would try and appreciate the cycling and stuff. Also that, that's one of the moments where I try to remind myself to enjoy the now, the present,
0: are, are are you plugged in when you are cycling? No,
1: no, no. I'm not. It's too dangerous okay. to be plugged in when cycling okay, yeah, that's here true. in Shanghai. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. But but that's, that's, that's one good way to you know to to just enjoy the moment and you know give yourself some, uh, respite and time away from work, away from all your problems and everything. You know, just enjoy the journey to the office. I think that's nice. Uh-huh. That's that's uh-huh. actually mindful cycling. I think. Right, I think I yeah. will call it mindful cycling, you know, you just be in the moment. Eh? yeah.
1: How about yourself though? Like, when are you present?
0: Yeah, I think for the drivers, right, if you drive in Singapore, if you're a driver, I think red lights are a good way for you to, actually you not know, even not necessarily red lights. If you're alone in a car, it's similar to you're cycling on the road because a lot of times, if you were to switch off the music, or even if you really keep the music in the background, that's fine. You get to, you know, just look at the sky, look at the the roads in front of you, and then you realise that, you know, hey, the weather is really nice, the clouds are forming in such, you know, pretty shapes, and the trees, I start to think that, you know, Singapore's trees on the roadside are really, really great, because I start to think that these trees have been planted here for 20 to 30 years, because they are so tall, they're like taller than the double decker bus. So I'm like someone, has been there to plant the trees twenty to thirty years ago, and they are now forming such a nice arc, you know. Especially if you were to drive down PIE. So, so this is me. I would say, in a way, not deliberately, but subconsciously, you know, being present, being there to just enjoy the scenery. I think that's that's nice. But if I'm not driving, if if I'm not driving, there are actually a lot of ways to to practice what we call mindfulness where you can just start with one breath Uh, that's what i try to do uh, every morning so Mm -hmm. where i stay now uh, in front of me it's good that i have there are some greens that i can look into i mean i'm not staying in front of a forest but there are some plenty of greens like a mini park that's right in front right outside my window and every morning when i wake up i think the first thing i do is that you know open the curtains no the first thing i do is that after spending two hours on my phone scrolling tiktoks and instagram that i'll step out of my bed (laughs) and then open the like curtains and then i think one good thing is that if if i wake up early enough the air is still fresh and it's still really nice um i'll just take a very very slow breath and then that one mindful breath is already a good start to you know practicing mindfulness every single day so you know just notice how the air enter your lungs and then you just breathe out slowly i think this slowness of you doing this helps you to ease all the anxiety and remove any, you know, negative e- emotions that you have. So, by doing that, I do that quite frequently. Like, every other morning or every morning whenever I get a chance. Uh, just because, you know, I get a lot of time to myself. But what I do notice, the effect of doing that for a long time is that when you're when you're in need of all this meditative stuff, like, you know, when you're angry, very, very angry. Or when you're sad, like, you're so sad by what's happening around you. um, You're able to... Be aware of your emotions yeah be more aware for emotions and feelings and you're able to take a step back within your mind like as a bystander to all these emotions and then remind yourself to take that mindful breath again and it will really really help like i i find it to be so helpful in so many circumstances whenever i'm like i'm at the edge of like screaming at someone yelling at someone or like whenever i'm on the edge of, like feeling very down or feeling very sad about certain things uh, it allows me to readjust myself and to be aware, fully aware of my emotions and to come to terms with my own emotions. So I feel that, you know, this is a notch away from the serious mental health issues that we're talking about, but it, I think it does help. Eh? Yeah, it helps That's a lot.
1: That's good. I mean, if it works for you, then it's good for you. Then yeah, Think Generally, yeah. just reminding yourself um, to be present and also taking some time off things that you usually think about, it's a good way to just keep your mind off things.
0: Yeah. And previously, hoi gave me a book, which I feel that is really a great book. Uh, It's taking me years to read (laughs) because sometimes the text is quite abstract and, you know, it's really quite dry, (laughs) but it's making a lot of sense. It's called The Power of Now, (laughs) which I feel that everyone should own a copy. Mm. Uh... Yeah, but I'm only like halfway there and you know they are they're talking about things that is like quite quite beyond my comprehension. So oh, really? it's been taking me some time to, to read, yeah, yeah. I, I mean I'm making excuses la, but but yeah. But they talk a lot about, you know, being in the present, being in the now and you know how time is just a man conceived idea. So indeed reading is a social
1: construct. <gasps>
0: jing jing jang. Earth is not real, guys. We are just a simulation. Mm,
1: that is for debate. <laughs> there is no way you can prove or disprove that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess until you met the creators.
1: <gasps>
0: jing jing jeng Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was a uh, you know serious topic for this week's episode. What do you think of it, Hui?
1: Okay, deviates a bit from our previous two shallow conversations. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hui has been too stressed at work that she just want to talk about things that are superficial.
1: Exactly. Next. I want to talk about hobbies. I want to talk about food. I want to talk about traveling
0: in the next episode we will talk about dating apps <laughs> yeah
1: for you
0: uh, not for me <laughs> no no for you just for you no mm. I'm kidding but anyway if you enjoy our content today I'm not sure who are you but if you are listening thank you so much if you are listening until to this point I know for you and I really really thank you so much for for being there for us so do follow us on Instagram if you haven't already it's podcast. share this episode to your friends who you know might need or oh, some tips and guides to, you know, learning how to make a mindful breath. Uh, if you find this useful and helpful, do let me know as well. Um, and if you want Hui Yi to visit anywhere in China, do let her know as well.
1: Yeah, make that visit for you.
0: <laughs> Alright, we'll see you at the next episode. Bye! Bye! <laughs>